Unsolved Reservation. Unsolved Mysteries of the Reservation. I always get tongue tied. Sorry. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> Do it again. Cut my yeah. tongue out. <laughs> snake's got his tongue. Uh, he's getting eaten right now by that snake. No. <laughs> Fell asleep. Uh, Still on hold. <laughs> Still ain't got called back to the doctor's office yet, man. Still, still waiting. Still in the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, we're, on this episode, we'll just uh, talk about some stories. Anybody got? I know Chris just got back from Ohio. Oh yeah, that was a a good one up there. Um, I got to see so much stuff up there. I mean, they got a lot of haunted places Mm -hmm. up there. And, of course, there's a lot of history, uh, especially around that uh, Cleveland and Columbus, Ohio area. They've got all kind of things running around those woods. And they also have a lot of haunted places there, which I think is, is probably all explainable to the history you know history of that land you know everybody always thinks it's these modern ghosts that are haunting a lot of these places but you know from my visit you know i don't think that's all true you know i think a lot of those places are being haunted by the original people in that area you know and but you know you you can't tell that to those owners and stuff you know they always think it's uh a white man ghost or you know the owner's ghost but you know as as you know you know as indian folks belief is that you know for spirits you know they travel all over the place time and place means nothing to a spirit you know so um to me it it i uh like i said i went to several different places some of them were we're supposed to be famously haunted and of course you know i went in there and a lot of it was just i don't know how you say i don't want to say they weren't haunted i just say i didn't have no experiences there mm-hmm. and the stories that they had behind it was like real hokey but some of those places you know they were for real uh, i was uh telling my family i went to that ohio state reformatory you know that's been on you know ghost adventures ghost hunters you know taps and all those uh ghost show shows you know they've all investigated that place and you know one i thought it's dirt cheap to get in too you know is uh what do you say a lot of opportunities for you to really visit that that uh, old facility and for some of you guys may not know that name of it but you know it was in that Shawshank Redemption movie and that's where they filmed a lot of those prison scenes and stuff and it's still you know set up that way and uh, I will tell you you know firsthand experience that's an awesome place you know if you're into paranormal that's to me that's the place to go to if you're in ohio and uh to me it was i walked that 
whole I, I posted a lot of those pictures and videos on on my Instagram and on my TikTok. I haven't put nothing on Facebook just yet. Um but I am. I'm getting ready to post some pictures that I had from there and they were real generous people. They were real helpful. You know, they let me have the run of the place. Uh, and I did. I took my time. Uh, I actually went there two days in a row because uh, it's so big. I mean, it's a big place. And, you know, I will say that you get, you know, like a breeze in a room that has no windows or no vents, no modern AC type thing, but it was super cold. Mm. And Ohio, I'm going to tell you guys, man, that that heat up there is for real. I mean, that's no joke up there. And <clears throat> So you go into a building that's ice cold, something's got to be there. Mm. And, uh, <clears throat> of course, I would see shadows and... and uh, hear things and when i went there was no other tours going on i just happened to stumble up there i talked to the person that was running the door and you know she goes you come all the way from oklahoma she said well we'll make this happen for you she said well she's right now we're not supposed to you know we do all our tours you know they schedule them and there's stuff like that but you know if you're just passing through and you're willing to, you know, share share things, you know, that's okay, you know. So, anyway, I went through there, and, man, I tell you what, some of the things that I experienced in that facility was downright eerie. And uh, I even got, I even posted a picture of me in that famous cell, cell 13, mm -hmm. and I'm sitting there posing up, and, <laughs> you know, hoping that ghost is posing up with me, you know, <laughs> showing those tats, you know, like that, you know, and, you know. That's why I was telling those ghosts, you know, I said, I'm here to visit, you know, and, and you know, uh, I want to communicate, you know, with you guys. You guys got anything to say or, you know, want want me to try to send a message across. And I will say there were some things that answered back, you mm -hmm. know. Uh, they didn't really communicate with me verbally, but, you know, they showed themselves and uh, I, I got a lot of voices that I couldn't make out. And uh, it was just like it was so faint. I could just barely make out the noise. But I know it wasn't no outside interference. There was nothing else. Because this place is fenced in all the way around because it used to be an old prison. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you have to get access to get in there. You know, they'll, they'll open those gates a certain time. But, you know, like I said, I went down there when, you know, nobody was around. And so um, I just had a great time running around in there and uh, looking around. They, were, they have this one room that I posted a picture and it says, never shut the door. Mm -hmm. And they also said, never sit in that chair. Well, me being me, you know, I did both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, anyway, you know, they said, you know, the, the story behind that room is that, you know, there was a, 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 I don't know how you say, like a bully inmate. You know, he was in there picking on everybody. And prison, I guess you can get away with that for so long. And then they gang up on you. And that's what happened. They 
got him in that room and man they tore him up you know not only did they kill him but they cut him up mm. you know but they killed him in that chair they had tied him and mm. slit his throat Whoa. and they started you know doing all kind of stuff and I'm thinking, dang, where's all these guards at? You know, mm-hmm. again, they would do that. But, you know, again, this guy was a bully. And I know in that prison system, sometimes give somebody that pack of smokes, you, you, people look the other way. So mm-hmm. anyway, they said, you know, that individual got got X'd out in that room and in that chair. And they said, you know, if you ever go in there, you know, you sit in that chair, you know, he's going to he's going to represent on you and stuff and they say also if you shut that door you know he that spirit kind of gets kind of crazy and uh so like i said you know i went in there and i asked them i said is okay and they said if you want to go ahead guy <laughs> you know but we're telling you right now we're not responsible for anything that happens to you and i said all right then so i shut that door and i plopped down in that chair and sure enough you know i heard you know growling Whoa. you know they always say growling is you know they always refer to it as demonic but i i didn't consider it demonic i just thought that spirit was just super mad mm. mm-hmm. and i did feel that chair start to shake oh, man. and uh i was sitting there and I was thinking, is that all you got? No. But <laughs> anyway, it did kind of, it did kind of uh, startle me at first because, I mean, it happened so quick to me, and uh, so I, I got up. I was getting ready to go open that door, and I felt something really push me from behind, mm. and it pushed me pretty good. And of course, me being me. You know, I turn around. So, what's up? No. <laughs> so you want some of me? No, you don't know me, guy. No, I'm just kidding. But I turn around. You know, and I, I try to talk to it. You know, you know. I told him. I said, I apologize for for offending you, if that's what it is. I said, but I come here to communicate with you. You know, and I, I don't mean to upset you or anything like that. I'm just coming here just to you know visit with you and and to see you know and. Like I said, all I kept hearing was growling. And this growling was crazy because it started behind me in my right ear. And I could literally hear it go around the room. It, it like it stopped and it stood on the left side of me. It was like interrogation almost kind of. You know, like you know, you see in those movies where they move from one angle to another. I'm not... Yeah, so anyway, I thought, dang, that's pretty crazy. But I, I stayed in there for about at least. I don't know, maybe about 10 minutes like that. And then I thought, well, I better quit. You know, I don't. I know it's probably getting mad, so mm-hmm. I wanted to be respectful to it. So I said, forget you, and open the door. <laughs> no, I'll just get, no I, 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 uh, I opened the door, you know, and again, I apologized, you know, if I offended it or whatever. And, and uh, as soon as I stepped outside that door to let that lady know, you know, I'm done, I heard laughing and i thought oh so it's gonna be a good day so Dang. <clears throat> anyway um uh of course i went walking around through the rest of that place and and i got to this where they have this shower room and i took a picture of it 
you know, and I posted it on that Instagram. And the shower area was was crazy because again, this was a room that had no windows, no vents. The only vent it had was for the water. Mm-hmm. And um, I went in there, and you know that lady was telling me that in that shower area there was a lot of people that got X'd out. That's mm-hmm. what they would call it. You know, uh, a lot of things happened during that shower time. People would get you know stabbed or whatever and they would die in that shower room so there was a she she gave me a number but it was pretty high you know however many died in that shower and i was sitting there thinking man and that breeze was so strong it moved my hair Mm. and i said man and it, it it's like it just whipped through and uh um course uh, i turned on my recorder and i started asking questions but i didn't never catch anything and so anyway uh i uh kind of walked walked around left that area and was going to this i went to the hospital area you know and of course they said you know when people got shanked or stabbed or you know whatever they would bring them there first and you know even if they passed away you know their body would would wait there till uh what do they call it those people that pick up the dead what corners yeah the corner you know would come and thank you for that uh corner would show up and you know take them from there and and uh i was in there and uh, i seen shadows all over the place in there and i tried to catch it with my camera but you know, sometimes it's like that. You know, when you're in there, sometimes if they want to be recorded, they'll be recorded. If they don't, you know, uh, good luck on it. But, you know, a lot of times, you know, if they, especially if they know you're recording, you know, they, they're quick. You know, those spirits are fast. And, you know, I would see them. I seen one go in one room. I seen another one go in another room. Of course, I'd follow them. I took my camera. I shined it in there, waited a little bit, seeing you know if they do anything else, or but I just didn't have any luck, you know, with my with my camera, and uh, but you know, as far as experiences go, I had quite a bit. You know, that's a huge prison. I think it has like five or six floors mm-hmm. to it. You know, it's quite a bit of floors, and uh, uh, I did like the first two uh one day and that took a long time and this was like on a weekend so i went back the next day and i did the actual prison part and then i also did the top level floors and uh the top level floors i mean you just had you would just hear things walking behind you you know you hear those feet just mm. you know uh, I don't know, hard to, like that, mm-hmm. you know, that shuffling sound, I guess mm-hmm. that's what you call it. Yeah. And you would hear that all the time, but I didn't get that on any of my recordings. Hmm. I was mad. I was like, man. But, <laughs> uh, I said, dang, you know. But, you know, again, like I was saying, you know, sometimes, you know, you don't always catch stuff, especially when you're just one guy and a phone. But, yeah. you know, if I had my other equipment, I probably would have 
with a guy on them. I was just a poo ya. No. Did you go by yourself or were you is it like a tour like is it when you go to when you go to pay you said you paid for that, is it just you yourself or did you go with like a group? No, it was by, I was by was myself. By, by myself and and uh the only one that was with me was the tour guide. Oh, okay. And uh first day was a female, next day was this dude. But, you know, they were real informative of what was going on, mm -hmm. you know, and, you know, what, what place you went. And they were showing me keen stuff where these other ghost shows had came and, mm -hmm. and they got a lot of activity. And, uh, of course, I went to those places and I, I did get some experience. But, you know, the main things, I, I always like going to where, you know, you don't get, you know, a lot of stuff, you know, because I want to be the first to, mm -hmm. you know, say I, I got something there. But, Anyway, you know, of course, I was walking around, you know, telling those things. I want to communicate with them. And I went to the prison part, you know, and, and uh, you know, where they had all the jail cells and stuff. And dang, I sat in one of them for a long time. And right before I was about ready to leave, I turned my camera off, which dummy. <laughs> but uh, as soon as I turned that camera off, you see that, uh, I don't know what you call it, like the mattress mm -hmm. on top of that cell bell bed. Mm -hmm. It shut, it moved. It went like that, and it was fast. And I, of course, I turned the camera on. Nothing else happened. And I thought, dang, <laughs> but I should, I should have left it on. That's me. That's my mistake. I'll be man enough say, you know. But you know, on your camera, camera phone. You know, if I had my regular camera, you know, I have a lot of. You know, memory and a lot of time, but on your camera, on your phone, you know, you only got so much, so didn't want to use it all up. And anyway, I was just walking around, you know, different places. I went to uh, the old cafeteria, and of course, you know, in prisons, you know, stuff happens all over the place. And uh, they said a lot of activity happened. I've seen a lot of shadows in there again. Nothing on my uh, on my uh, camera uh but the eeriest place was where they did the executions Ooh. and that was cool you know i thought wow you know i, I went in there and i sat on that old uh, electric chair mm. mm -mm. and you could feel mm -mm. like things were in there with you i mean you mm. could just feel it it's like something breathing on you and you felt the essence and and the essence of that was fear and sadness but it was pretty pretty heavy it was mm -hmm. i mean it was it was it was pretty eerie but you know i thought man this is this is something else but i sat in there for a long time I had that video camera on nothing but as soon as i turned it off you know, I heard something in a low voice said, get out. Mm. And uh, anyway, you know, uh, when I was getting out, I heard them say something to the effect. I forgot how it was phrased. But whatever it was, how it was phrased that lady or that man that was giving the tour said that's what those uh 
guards would say when the person is fully passed away. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought, wow, that's that's crazy. But again, I didn't catch it on camera. I could kick myself. But anyway, you know, uh, I, I will say, you know, if you're ever in that area, definitely go see it. You know, I thought that was pretty cool. People that run it, it's pretty friendly, you know, trying to raise money to keep it going and and to uh, uh, preserve it. And they have a little museum in there, and they also have a, a area that they dedicated to that Shawshank Redemption movie. Mm-hmm. You know, you can see all the cutouts and all the little items that they got they used in the filming. And so even if you don't catch a ghost, you know, even that's pretty cool. So, but I would definitely encourage anybody get a chance, you know, you really want to experience something, definitely sit in that chair and shut that door. So <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I don't yeah, that's, know a, that's, that, a, that's a pretty hard pass on that one. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I will also say this too, you know, people always hear the good parts of it, you know, and I've always kind of tried to educate people about doing this and being careful of what you do, you know. Uh, even while I was in there, I would get that sick feeling. Mm-hmm. And I had that sick feeling even up to the next day. Mm-hmm. And uh, you had this, uh, I call them after effects, you know, because you still have that smell, and taste, and feeling of that place. And it haunted me at night when I went back to my room. And also had uh, activity in my room after that evening. Whoa. So, anyway, you know, again, you know, if you're looking for something real, I definitely say go check that place out. That was pretty cool. So, I had a great, great time in that. That was probably like the place out of all the places there I went to. But I did go to several places, too, that I had pretty good experience Uh I uh, went to this one. It was the Gill House, G I L L House, and um, this was kind of a. I posted uh, the remarks from the owner. He was there, and again, he was super kind. You know, he let me roam around and told me about all the ghost investigations that they had and everything like that in this house and. Um, um, I got to walk around into that house and he said, there's a part of the house where the original owner had died. Uh, the, the husband, you know, he passed away and his wife was, you know, kind of superstitious. So she built a wall in the room that he died and kind of marked it off from the rest of the house. But, you know, uh, after she passed away, I guess one of the sons went in there and opened it back up and turned it back into a bedroom. And and you can see in the, my pictures, you know, where that, where they kind of walled it off. And now it's got a staircase and it kind of looks like an apartment inside that house. Mm-hmm. And so I got to go in there, you know, and they said, you know, a lot of people don't like to go in there, you know, because uh, uh, they say they get 
they see things, they hear things, and they get sick. Mm-hmm. I didn't get sick, but I did hear quite a bit, bit of like a man talking, you know. And uh, this one, I was trying to make out what he was saying, but it was just so faint you couldn't even hear it. And uh, when I went in there, uh, it was super dark. You know, when I shut the door, I mean, it was pitch black in that room. And uh, I don't know why I didn't do this, but I should have put that recorder on. But I thought, you know, it's my phone camera. It's not a night camera. I ain't going to catch nothing, you know, video-wise. But uh, when I was in there, I seen flashes, like real quick flashes of light. And it'd be right in front of me. Then it'd be to the side of me. You know, and it was like it was moving. And, uh, of course, it was super dark. And I started to find my phone. And, you know, I had shorts on that had, you know, these cargo pants, tight pockets. And I was trying to find my phone. And by the time I I, I couldn't find my phone. And so I opened the door to, to get light to come in, you know, to find my phone. And I got my phone. And. And I went back in there, turned it on. Of course, nothing happened. And I, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm killing myself. No, oh, well, anyway, uh, after that, you know, I go around walking That's around, luck. walking around that house, and uh, uh, they said the attic's real active. So I went and sat up there in the attic for a while and didn't get nothing. So I start walking through the house. <clears throat> with my phone camera on and there's one room in that video and I posted this on my Instagram and now I think on TikTok too there's one room I walk into and you see that that bright flash that blue flash it goes right in front of me right into the wall dang hmm. and you know this was during the daytime they had all the uh what they call it curtains closed mm-hmm. and something behind it to not let light out light in and so i rec- tried to recreate that because i thought maybe it might be a car light might be you know something else but i never could re- recreate that that light you know going quick past me into that wall and it's on that that uh instagram video you'll see it so you know if you haven't checked it out you know, check it out, see what you think, and, you know, maybe you have an explanation of what it was. But, you know, I did try to recreate recreate it. I thought it might be a, you know, a reflection from outside from a car or car lights or something. But, no, car lights aren't blue like that. So, yeah. you know, it's it was so quick, my camera barely caught it, but I did catch it. So, this time I was pretty... Happy with myself. I was pretty. <laughs> so, yep, yep. That's that's how it goes. No, I'm king. I know it. So they're trying to trick me, but I got them. But, I'm so. going to turn this off. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you'll see me walking through that house, you know, and and uh, looking around and and uh, that one room. You'll see it. That thing just goes right past me, right into that wall. And it's pretty cool. So 
I had uh, other experiences. I was down in the basement. <clears throat> I went down there just to check it out. He said, be careful. You know, it's it hasn't been remodeled yet. You know, there's a lot of things that could fall. You know, whatever. Just be careful. And there's, there's spiders and snakes and stuff like that. And so I, I went down there. I was checking it out. And, and one of those rooms, I seen a shadow. I mean, it was... It was a dark shadow. We went from one wall to the next. Whoa. And uh, was it tall, tall shadow, or just? No, it was probably, I don't know, five two. Mm-hmm. It was. It was. You know, it was a a man though. It was. It was shaped like a man. Mm-hmm. And because uh, you could tell this this thing had uh, uh, facial hair, beard, mm-hmm. and. Uh, because of the way the outline of that shadow was. And, um, of course, I went upstairs and I told that owner, and he said, did it look like this? And he showed me this picture on this mantle. And I said, yeah. And he goes, well, that's the that's the old owner. Mm-hmm. And uh, I put that picture that I, that I, that he showed me, of that owner it's it's on my instagram on that little short video mm-hmm. so anyway you know I, I i i uh thought that was pretty cool and again you know that gill house they're trying to raise money to keep it restored so to me that's that was another good place to go they say they do ghost investigations you know it's pretty cheap to get in there um sometimes he said they won't even charge you know they just ask for donations you know, so whatever you can donate, you know, to to keep that that place live and stuff. So anyway, if you guys are in that area again, that Gill House is definitely one of a good good hot spots. Um, I went to another place up there called called the Prospect House, and this one. Um, I don't know. This one was pretty crazy. Um, this I went there during the day. I had got super hot, and I kind of stumbled upon this place. And I went in. You know, it said it had a museum in there and stuff. And they was telling me the history of this place. And again, a, ghost, a lot of those ghost shows were at this place. They done several investigations and. You know, everybody caught something cool and stuff. And I was just trying to cool off because, man, that heat up there was so hot. Man, it was just, it even burnt when you breathed it in. It was that hot. <laughs> and, uh, I said, dang, that's crazy. But anyway, uh, I went in there to kind of cool off. And I was sitting in there and that, that it was just me and the lady that opened it up for me. And, you know, she was really talking it up, you know, saying, you know, all these. And she had all these write-ups, you know, from all these ghost shows about the place. And uh, she was showing me all those. And I said, oh, this place is haunted, huh? And to me, I I felt like I got super lucky on this. Because, you know, like I said, I just went in there just kind of cool off. And she goes, yeah, this this is a a famous haunted place. And all the ghost shows being here. And she was taking me around and and uh 
She makes some good lemonade, I'll tell you that too. <laughs> Just the lemonade alone be good. But anyway, uh I was drinking that lemonade. She said she said, but in that uh it's like a garage type area. And she was telling me about those ghost hunters shows and they all went out screaming. So whatever got a hold of them in that thing, you know, really scared them and even that Ghost Adventures guy, you know, him and his crew went in there and that thing tore him up and, and uh, scared him so bad they didn't even put it in their show. And I said, dang. I said, it's that bad? She goes, yeah. She said, a lot of people, they won't go in there. You know, won't, won't, uh, won't even set foot in there because it's pretty bad. So I said, oh, yeah. I said, can I go in there? You know. She goes, are you are you crazy? I said, I said no, but I'd like to see, you know, what what uh, got a hold of them, you know. That she goes, man, I don't know. She goes, we don't have no waivers or nothing. And I said, well, that's all right. I said, you know, oh, I said if you want to, I said you can record me saying I know I'll hold you guys responsible for anything. She goes, okay. She goes, that your word's good enough. She said, go ahead, go ahead, go in there. She said, I'm not going in there, but you can go ahead and go in there. So, of course, I went in there and, you know, I was trying to talk to those spirits and anything and and was trying to uh, um, see what I could get, you know, of course. Uh I heard things, I heard things walking around, but I felt something, it felt like it, uh, like fingernails hitting my leg, and I got a mark on my leg, mm. and uh, right there, can you guys see it? Oh, yeah. So I guess I did get scratched by whatever was in there, but, you know, I was sitting there thinking, dang, is that all you can do? No. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, you know, <laughs> I said, I thought he was going to, you know, you were tough. I know that, but anyway, I did get scratched and I still have a mark from it. And, um, uh, whatever it was in there, you know, I do know it's very hostile. Um, I seen, you know, like I said, a lot of shadows, but I never could catch nothing again with my, with my camera in there, you know, again, or my phone camera. And I think I, I wish I would just had a regular camera in there with uh night vision mm -hmm. i think i would have really got that money shot no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh anyway you know i did hear things in there and like i said i did experience something that scratched me but you know uh i will definitely say again if you're in that area that that place is a good place to go to and uh i uh i wish i just wish i had a, a film crew with me and and uh had been more prepared for it because i think i would have really caught something but you know again you know that day i will i will say you know except for the scratch i don't know if the rest of it was because of the heat or if it was real you know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. a lot of that I couldn't catch with my camera, which doesn't always mean anything. But, you know, 
to me that kind of put a big question in my mind if it was from the heat or was I really experienced something but there's one other story of this place that prospect house after I was done with that garage looking thing I went back in and I was it was hot in there too so it kind of made me sick or I think it was the heat but I don't know you know she said well it might be because that thing scratched you and I said oh, I don't know I said I think it's just the heat so anyway I went back in and there was one room that was kind of like a looked like somebody's old bedroom had a nice desk and a chair and uh they said uh, one of the owners had passed away at that that desk and uh anyway uh they said you know he had uh, hit his head on that desk when he died she said some people believe he got shot in the back of the head but she said we don't know about that but we do know he did bleed on that desk and there's a blood mark on that what's standing yeah on Dang. that on that desk so mm -hmm. they said people see him you know at that desk or whatever so me being me i thought well i guess i'll sit in here for a little bit <laughs> sit know. in that chair yeah well no no i didn't sit <laughs> in the chair i thought Laid, laid your head down on the desk. <laughs> no, Put my no, face no. on that blood stain. No, no, I didn't do that. I wish I wish I did now that I thought about it. But uh, anyway, uh, there was a, like a, one of those long old type uh, bench chairs that had you know cushions on it, and it was so comfortable. I'll, I'll be honest, I fell asleep in there, <laughs> and uh, I was I was out, boy, and. Uh, I just jumped. I just jumped too for some reason. Some something kind of woke me up, and me, you know, just kind of waking up. I opened my eyes, and I swore I saw someone sitting at that desk. Oh, man. And then when I kind of, you know, wiped my eyes and kind of looked real good, it was gone. Man. So again, I don't know if it was because you know I was waking up, or you know I was still recouping from the heat, or what. But, you know, to me, that was pretty awesome. And I did take a lot of pictures of that desk or that room. See, you know, if I might be able to catch something, you mm -hmm. know, but mm -hmm. didn't catch anything. But anyway, that was that was pretty cool. But that prospect house was pretty cool. So I, I had a pretty good amount of, uh, I don't know how you say, experiences. But my main thing I was up there for was for the Ohio Grassman. And, you know, I had heard so many stories from all those community people and all those, uh, I don't know what you would call them, uh, spiritual people off in that area. You know, you got different kinds of people in that area, like those uh, Amish and... Um, Dang, I can't remember the names of the other ones. The Mennonites? Yeah, the Mennonites, and there's a couple other groups that were in that community. And uh, to me, they were all spiritual people. They remind me of Indian folks. 
Cause they was telling me how each other, each one of them are no good. No. <laughs> I said, "Dang, so y'all sound like Indian folks." No. <clears throat> Got dog each other up here, but no. Don't go to that guy. I don't know. Like Those people over there, man. I don't know. No. But uh, no, they were telling me, you know, all kinds of, you know, spooky stories, and they were telling me about that grass man. You know, he 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 kind of helps them out sometimes. You know, and. And uh, they were telling me that they had old relations with uh, some of the original tribes that were there. And uh, how, uh, you know, they got some of these uh, stories from them. And, you know, this uh, Ohio grass man, you know, they believe, you know, he could do supernatural things. You know, and, and it sounds like, you know, how we talk about him down this way. You know, the, the smell of him. You know, how he can he can freeze everything. You know, where everything goes silent. And it gives that funny vibe. And, you know, along with the tree knocks and the, the uh, crying at night or the howling, whatever you want to call it. You know, and they say, you know, they have, they'll see him in those fields. And to them, that's a good sign if he's in their fields because he's bringing, you know, you know, supernatural powers to them. You know, which I was kind of shocked because, you know, I consider these kind of more Anglo type religious people. So I thought they Mm -hmm. might not like those kind of things, you know. But to me, you know, they were like Indian folks. They they respected him in that way that, you know, when he would come and, you know, bless their fields like that, they knew they were going to have good things, you know. And, you know, they just said, you know, they didn't mind telling me those things because they knew I was, you know, Native American, you know. And, and so they shared those stories with me and, and, you know, they brought a lot of their culture from overseas and, again, mingled it with uh, Native American things, too. So, you know, a lot of those stories that they told, you know, about him running across the road and stuff, it wasn't like he was hurting anything. They were just telling me this is where he's at. This is his land. This is his his territory. And so... You know, when I heard that, you know, I was out in those fields for, you know, several days. So, you know, my campsite, uh, I knew something would visit those campsites, you know, but they never took anything. And so, you know, they were, those uh, community people were telling me, you know, that's probably that grass man. You know, he's checking on you. Make sure you're you're all right. You know there was a they had all these trails in those woods, and that woods was thick. And again, I I posted some videos of me chasing after that Bigfoot entity in those woods. But uh, you know, the thing I thought was cool was I would get out there in the morning, and you know. Towards the afternoon, I'd go run into the woods to kind of cool off, you know, hide from that sun, you know, for a little bit till it cools off. I started noticing that some of these trees were bent, 
you know, broken. And I started following him. It's like he was marking that territory for me. And, you know, they had these, what do you call, like natural springs in there. Mm -hmm. And uh, I would, those uh, tree marks would lead me all the way to those water. And I thought, dang, that's pretty cool. Because that first time I found him, man, I jumped in there and started, you know, cooling off. Because, man, that heat was unreal. But, you know, I got in that cold water and it cooled me off. And then as soon as I got enough, you know, I could sit, dry off. And by that time, it's evening time again. I could get out there and finish up. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, th- I think, you know. He was helping me out like that, so I started leaving things for him, you know, a basket of fruit, you know, different kind of fruit. And I tell you what, those baskets would be gone, the whole basket, you know. And, you know, if it was an animal, he would have took, you know, here and there, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I always looked at the ground to see if I could find feet footprints. But, you know, there was never no footprint, you know. And if it was a human, you know, he'd be too busy taking all the stuff then to, mm-hmm. to wipe his feet off. And that was, you know, I don't know. To me, it was pretty interesting to have that experience because, you know, I think he was helping me out because, man, that heat was just unreal, you know. And I know my people back home, you know, they prayed for me, you know, that I'd be go up there, be in a good way, and come back home. And I don't think if I didn't find those uh, natural springs, you know, I might not have come back, you know, because that heat was, I mean, it was brutal. But, you know, I I enjoyed myself up there, you know, looking for that stuff. But I will admit, I was out of shape trying to run up those uh, big old mountains. Every one of those vi- videos, you can hear me really breathing hard, boy. <laughs> Dang. About dire straits. I know it. Dang. <laughs> but I, I was in that Bigfoot workout. Boy. Body by Bigfoot. I know it. I was like, dang, no wonder that guy's in such good shape, man. He goes up to them heels like nobody's business, man. He's got to be. He's got to be in shape. So. Jacked. I said, man, that's crazy, but. Yeah, I had a lot of experience that, you know, to me, I knew something was there. You know, they kept telling me that you couldn't see black bears. You know, they'll be around, but you ain't going to see them. But, dang, I seen black bears all over the place up there. Mm. One, my first instance, I did a video on it. I saw that black bear. You know, he was in this part of the woods. And uh, I went to get my phone out to put it on him. And I lost him, you know, I put it and I tried to find him. So for me being me, you know, I'm not going to push the issue, you know, because I don't know if it's a female black bear with cubs or what, you know. So I turned around and went the other way, you know, when I lost track of him, Mm -hmm. sight of him, because I don't want to stumble upon him and be me versus that black bear. No, <laughs> I have to introduce him to that Oklahoma elbow. Man versus black bear. I don't know. I put that claw on him like that, boy. But, you know, they won't shame him out like that. No. So I went the other way. So 
Anyway, uh, let him live. I know it. Go felt, tell, go tell all the other bears. I know it. Chris is here. <laughs> yep. So I had mercy on you like that. <laughs> anyway, so I went the other way, and you know, I seen you know them, you know, a couple more times. So, but at the end of one of my videos on Instagram, there's a picture. You know, you can say whatever it is. Might just be a bunch of leaves. Or it might be a black bear, but you see something kind of hiding behind a tree. Mm -hmm. So you'll see that. So, you know, I can't say if it was the Ohio grass man or if it was a bear. Or it might have been just the way the woods, you know, shaped around that tree. But I did catch something. Mm -hmm. So, but my belief, I think he, that was him. And, you know, I was appreciative of him allowing me to be there and for him to help me out in that good way, you know. And so for that, you know, I I just told him my dough, you know, for, for those things, you know. Because, again, my people, we have a different outlook on Bigfoot. You know, he's, he's, he's one of us. So, anyway, you know, I, I had a lot of good experiences up there, and I'm probably taking too much time, so <laughs> I'll go ahead and say that much. I like how they respected him. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And then they just had, like, they weren't trying to, like, hunt him or do all this crazy stuff like we did down here. Yeah. And it's just, I don't know, just it's cool to hear in a different community in Hawaii. Hawaii. <laughs> Ohio. <laughs> in Hawaii and Ohio. Yeah. It's got the grass skirts. <laughs> yeah. doing, <laughs> doing that hula dance. <laughs> Coconut bras up there. Oh. <laughs> Introducing that old dance to me like that way. Boy. Oh, oh, man. man. I, I was going to say when you fell asleep. Did you you woke up in that snake belly? Might <laughs> ah, have. No. Well, I was gonna say maybe she put something on lemonade. God, might have. No, yeah, you check enough. your pockets. <laughs> I know you come out twenty dollars short, man. Yeah. I said, sure enough, it's Indian girl. No, <laughs> got rose, got rose like that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I just, uh, I have to say, I have the, the most respect for you because of the fact that you go out into these spooky areas, supernatural areas, by yourself, mm -hmm. that's savage, man. I have, mm -hmm. to, I, have to, I have to give you respect for that because uh, I ended, my, I ended my, uh, my ghost hunting days at 22, man. I, I couldn't do it, but uh, I'll, go, I'll go ahead and I'll tell you the reason why I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't do that stuff anymore is so... I told a story, you know, on on the live po at the live podcast when you guys are at uh, at the Tiger Gallery. Um, so this is the last time I ever went out there at Merle Home Park and uh, in Tahlequah, kind of in Park Hill. Um, I took a bunch of a group of friends, probably four or five of us. I can't remember exactly. Um, we went so many times, but this final time, you know, I used to. I just kind of messed with them a little bit. I, I knew Merle Home real well. I knew all the little, the secret trails to get to, you know, to get to somewhere a little faster, you know, because the trails kind of go up a hill and then they come back down. And, you know, one thing, too, that, that 
you know, this is something, you know, I guess it's kind of, not inside baseball, but, you know, people that, that know these things or that are aware of these things, they, um, but you see like stray animal or like a, like a cat, but you see a cat falling down the trail, middle of the trail, you know, we're walking and as we're kind of going up the side, up kind of going up the hill and there's a bunch of trees around us and you see this one cat just, you know, moseying its way down the middle of the trail following us. You know, so most people say, oh, you know, it's just a stray cat. Somebody's been feeding a stray cat. Mm. But there's a light pole that's kind of at the edge of the trail. Um, and you could see it as the as the cat was getting more and more away from that, from that light. He was growing taller. Mm. So, you know... So we kept walking, and I'm, I'm I'm starting to feel it in my neck. I get a it's like a spidey sense type thing that I get in my neck, where, you know, uh, something's not right. You know, something we probably need to get out of here. Mm. So we're we're crossing the bridge. Um, so the, basically, how this lays out is there's a the parking lot, and then there's a trail, or there's a like a, a concrete kind of a goalie area, and then you go across that, then you go across the creek that runs behind Merle Home Park that goes on back into the, the middle of the country. And then you have the trails. There's a bridge, and then there's there's trails back there. There's multiple different trails. and You know, we're walking them, and like I said, that cat keeps falling us. So I'm like, man, it's got to get spotty, spotty senses going off. And so we're like, oh, let's, let's get out of here. And as we cross the bridge, I go, you know what? I'm going to mess with these. I'm going to mess with these uh, non-Indians, I'll say. And there's a thing that you're not supposed to hoot three times. That's a known. It's a known thing. Um, you know, my grandpa growing up, he'd always say, "Don't do it here, especially here," because he did the same thing to non-Indians back when he was going to college. And I just, you know, being a 21, 22 year old kid, you know, or not kid, but just someone that's, you know, not, you know, you're not mature. You're not. You know, I'm still wilding out a little bit. Yeah. Get across that bridge, and I, I, I hoot the first time. And they're like, and I could tell they're starting to get a little antsy. They're anxious, you know. Don't do it, don't do it. They're like, don't do it. I'm like, no, I want y'all to see what's really out here. Do it a second time. Oh, hey, all right, you know, let's, let's, the third time. And not even, not even two seconds later, it was from under the bridge. I blacked out. Mm-hmm. Next thing I next thing I remember was was coming back to Muskogee. I remember we were in the car. I, I I had blanked out. I didn't know what happened. And next thing I remember when I get back in my mind is I'm we're almost in Muskogee. Now I've asked some some elders about this and and, and you know family members and what they what 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 I think what happened was is this thing took a a, a piece of me for for that moment. I was doing something I wasn't supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I always look back. I haven't been back to the park since. I mean, it's, like I said, this is six years ago, maybe more. Like I said, I, the dates are, you know, I guess it really doesn't matter. But, you know, when you when you do things and you call them out and you, and you, you make a, a scene or a show of them, you know, you're not going to like the results mm-hmm. most times. And uh, that park means a lot to me. Um, it's closed down now. Um, I think it closed down I think five, six, seven years ago, I think. But but that's the last time I've been out there. And, you know, I just look at my, my whole, you know, experiences with, with going out into these haunted places and, and, and 
trying to stir things up, you know, trying to get a reaction out of them. And, you know, that's the last time. And I'm like, man, I'm done. I'm retiring. I'm out, I'm out the game. I'm like, I'm out of here. But, uh, but, uh, you know, there's a, there's a whole myriad of things out there that, you know, we just, we really don't know, you know, you, you know, for instance, people that live in, in Midtown area, there's, you know, there's, uh, some tunnels down there underneath the, underneath the surface. They're really drains, but they're manhole, like they're man size, you know, they're, you know, a full grown man, six foot, you know, six, five guy can just walk down in there. Mm. Um, and this story was told to you by, uh, one of my employees. So there's a park. Well, when the drains aren't, you know, when it's not raining and it's, you know, it's been dry, the drains are pretty much clear because all that sewer, you know, sewer water, whatever it is, you know, gets drained out. He had, he had grown up with this guy growing, like, as he, you know, gotten to an age where he was like in middle school and the guy goes yeah you never go down that tunnel right there because there was three tunnels he always they always went to the right every time he said hey we take you down there because you could you could basically go all the way to downtown in these tunnels like these drains and he goes you know what i'm gonna, I'm gonna go down the i'm gonna go down the middle one see what's going on and uh I get goosebumps. I'm getting goosebumps telling the story because when he told me, I said I, I couldn't believe it. But basically, he got all the way down, and where this park sits, this is back in like I said, this is back in the '80s. When he's a kid. He's in his 40s now. There was a, a a dormitory preparatory for for single mothers that helped them finish school back in the day, and then there was a hospital. Um, I'm not sure if there's. I said I haven't been over in that that area in in some time to to investigate. I thought about going out there. I was like, man, he told me. I said, man, I don't live too far from there. You know, I started thinking about getting back into it. But he went down that middle tunnel and they went on down and there was a, uh, you know, and this is I guess advisory, but kind of, you know, there was a baby, an actual baby, on a on an altar down there. Yeah, and he he got so scared, he kind of fight or flight kicks in, mm-hmm. you know, and he s- sits there for a second and is kind of like in shock because there's, you know, there's pentagrams all over the place. There's just sigils everywhere, and his buddy's like, come on, we got to get out of here. We got to get out of here, man. I'm He's like, there's something here. I can feel it. There's something here. And he turns around, and there's this big eight-foot shadow. I'm getting goosebumps telling us. He has eight foot shadow. And he looks at it and looks at him. He said, I could see its eyes. Mm. I couldn't see the shape of it, but you could see the eyes. Mm-hmm. And he went to kind of back up and the thing went right through him. Wow. Like he could feel it pass through him. And wow. it, so it kind of led his life in a weird direction, you know. But uh, after that, you know, because he's, he's Cherokee. So, you know, he had to go to his people down where he's from. And so he told me that story and, and, and that's, and that's, you know, even more reason why I don't investigate stuff anymore. I just collect stories. <laughs> tell me what you, tell me what you went through. You know, I, I'd like to hear that, you know, but, uh, that I, I, I still, I get goosebumps telling that story. And like I said, there's more to, to the story. Uh, basically his friend that showed him the tunnels, his dad was a, a preacher, a, a Christian preacher in the day and a satanic preacher in the night. Mm. So he basically was living a double life, making money off the church and then spending his money on on the other side. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's 
some crazy stuff out here. Wow. <laughs> I didn't mean to hit y'all that hard with that bit. <laughs> no, we we'll have like, to take a break on that one. Yeah, we might have to, man. <laughs> Those type of things are crazy. My friend Rob from Classic Wolf, he's a security guard, and he was telling us like, like he has to drive around from place to place out in Phoenix, Arizona, and. And I've seen like videos of his like where he has to go. It's like out in the middle of nowhere sometimes, or it's like abandoned places. And I think he said he said he went somewhere, and he said there was like a like a cult or something like close near a cemetery where they had to like go check out places or whatever. And then he was like, he said, "Yeah, it was like a, just a group of people." He's like, and the same thing like fight or flight, fight or flight type of thing like. He didn't know like what he was gonna have to do because he's the only one, and then like it's way out somewhere in the middle of nowhere, and he's like, "Yeah, it's just like a bunch of random people, and they're all circled up, like in this fire, and they had on like some type of like robes, like black robes and red robes and stuff like that." And he's, like, <laughs> I was like, "Well, what'd you do?" And he said, "He said, man, I just had to get out and tell them to leave, <laughs> like I just had to, because they can't be there." And he said, "I just had to." He's like, I just had to get out, and he's like, I don't know what was going to happen, but, yeah, I just had to, I mean, you guys can't be out here, and, like, they were, I don't know what they were, he said, they just had, like, little knives and stuff, and they are all circled up, and Oof. and he was like, yeah, if you guys don't leave, I'm calling the cops or whatever, and mm. and then he was like, and then he, I said, would they fight you, or what they do, and he said, he's like, well, they were just saying, like, they were just hanging out, having a good time or whatever, like. And he was like, but why would you be out there in the middle of nowhere, you know, just wearing that and then, like, maybe doing the blood sacrifice? I don't know, yeah, a blood pact or some sort. And yeah, then, he said, then he said, nope, got to get out of here. Like, then they, he said they just left. And then he said, like, they never, he checks out there and they're, they're never there yeah. when they're out there. But that's, and then there's another story where um, I had Fallen Hour Radio on. And they were doing an uh, investigation at some cemetery. It was like 3 or 2 a.m. I can't remember what they said, but they, like, drove out there. It was him and his brother and I think someone else. And they drove out there, and then they were, like, recording or whatever. And they are just, like, doing, like, this little paranormal thing. And they said, like, this van pulled up, this old-school van, like, pulled up, packed with people, like, pale people. And they got out. And they didn't say anything, and they just were quiet. And they're like, and they got this bad vibe. And they just like got out, and they just started like walking around and stuff. And they're like really pale. And that like, I think they said like that light in that van was like really bright or whatever. And then he then, then I think they talked to them. They're like, uh, "What are you like? What are you guys doing out here?" And they didn't say anything. And they're like. All right, let's get out of here. So they left after that. But yeah, they said they're like real pale people. And it was just so random that they just pulled up in this like old school van and they just like got out and they just like were walking around and then they're staring at um, the guys from Fallen Hour. And they just like bounced out and they're like, oh, we're, we're out of here. Man, you just never know about people. That's the thing about living in a, in a bigger city. And that's, you know, a lot of the, when I was doing investigations and going out, like I said, it wasn't anything formal. I'm just trying to experience something. You know, that's you know, as a high school and early college kid, you know, and and well, they 
there's behind there is this like little it's like a cove that where the river kind of comes back behind there and we used to go back there all the time and you know one one day in the middle of the day we were <clears throat> God, i'm getting goosebumps uh, telling these stories i don't tell these stories very often but um because I, sometimes i feel like people don't believe it you know <laughs> yeah. you tell some of these stories people are like man it's like just like you know but uh we had so there was a group of us, and you know, all of us to this day, like you know, we like I said we don't really we're not really that close because you know high school you kind of fade away a little bit, you know, after after high school. And every now and then I bring it up, I'm like you know, remember that one day, you know, and tell a story, but when they're always like, man, let's that's I was spooked out, it's creepy. But uh, we were we were back there in that little cove. There's like so there's water and it's like a little beach. It's not really a beach, but it's just a you know just a gravel dirt mixture. And we're going out in those woods, and over like we'd be out there in the middle of the night, two two o'clock in the morning. You know, we'd hear something going on back there, like crashing and leaves breaking, and we'd always be like, "Man, you know." And I'd start telling stories, you know, kind of just getting spooked out out there and with the fire, and you know. So we went out in the middle of the day, and we looked back there, and there was all these dog skeletons, mm. like hundreds, hundreds of dogs. Animals, you know. I mean, like I said I, the the one I saw, the couple that I saw, or the little first area was all dogs. Now, the more they got back there, there was different animals in this little wooded area that's kind of right behind this power plant. So I'm, so we're we're we're, we're like, all right, we're on the quest. I started asking around, like you know, people that live in the town. I said, you guys know anything about behind there? They oh, there's been rumors of a satanic cult, and you know, or. You know something going on behind that, behind you know something going on. Like ah, it's just, it's just make believe. You know, people just trying to scare people to, to not go back there. I said, well, I've been finding animal carcasses, fresh ones too. It would be like a couple days old, like fresh, you know. And so we started doing some investigating. We'd we'd sit out there, like I mean, like I said, I'm 17 years old. We're out there like in the grass, you know, making watching people go by, like it in this little nasty dirt road that's just like littered with trash and just just hard to get back there and the only way we could get back there is my buddy had a jeep and it was like four four wheel drive jeep one of those buggy type that we could just you know get back there easy but we kind of hit it off to the side and we'd watch and there'd be people every now and then come back there mm-hmm. and uh i'm being long-winded with this story i guess that's indian stuff but <laughs> but uh so so one day we saw a car go back there and it came out, but it was back there for a long, long time. So we started, we started watching it. It'd go back there like once a week, and it'd be, you know, back there forever. So we could never, like, we never waited around for them to come out. Most or a lot of times, we this one time we saw that there was a house that was ne- that was right off the highway, mm-hmm. and it had this big, tall wooden fence because you couldn't see over it. I mean, it's one of those fences that's like 12 foot high. Like, you can't, like, you had to get on someone's back to look. And if you look from your car, you can't see it. Mm-hmm. Well, we, we started, uh, we, like I said, walked the roads. And, and I started, you know, the Hispanic community kind of lived off to the side uh, in these in this tra- trailer park. And I would go over there because I was buddies with them. But it's like, hey, you know, what's going on back there? Like, oh, there's some weird stuff going on back there. He said, uh, check that house that's at the by the highway. And we're like, okay. So I get on, so we go back up there. And it's the middle of the night. It's right across from the casino, too, by the way. So like, it's fitting, I guess. But uh, I get or I uh, one of the girls that we're with, she was lighter weight, so we just kind of stacked up and we got her over, so she could look over the 
the the fence, and she saw all these sigils, like all these like weird old style sigils. Mm-hmm. Now I never saw them, and I or I'd compare, you know, you know, mm-hmm. see what they are, but but there was a fire going in this shed, and you could see some figures going around the fire. You can't see into the barn because mm-hmm. there was a barn inside the fence, mm-hmm. and then there were sigils on the inside of the wall, mm-hmm. sigils on the back of the house. But it's just nice house, you know. Yeah. Big fence, thinking you know, oh, you know, they just want their privacy because you obviously live next to the highway. Yeah. But who knows? Who knows what that was, man? <laughs> you know, it was just creepy. It's just like, man, we started noticing dogs were going missing. I don't know. Like I said, I can't come to a conclusion on if it's really what it is. But I just thought it was weird that they had all these weird symbols on the on the the gates and yeah and the the fence. But yeah, I mean, there's all all, all types of stuff that you know I've. I've you know that I've looked at. I mean, we would looked at an old abandoned house in Shakota. You know, there's not. I mean, it wasn't. It was just abandoned. We just kind of checked it out and, you know, hear some things. And then, you know, at night we we went out to Honeycomb Bluff out in Eufaula, and, uh, you know, not really nothing went on because there was just too many of us. You know, we're high school kids. You know, just trying to look for something to do on a Saturday night. But uh, those are the two. You know, that's that's the experience that really. I mean, it. I mean, it was the, the entire football season I was investigating this. <laughs> This house my senior year, but you know it's you never know who you're you're dealing with, you know, when it comes to certain things and certain entities and beings, and that's re- you know, and that's a lot of the reasons why I don't investigate anymore because it's just yeah, it's crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell this one story, and I'm gonna go take my kids swimming, <laughs> so you might have to finish this one up without me. But it's kind of similar to um, what you were talking about. You know, I grew up. We moved from East Tulsa to Broken Arrow. I lived over off of uh, 71st, well, excuse me, 81st, 145th back there. And that was back before, when we moved here, it was like late 80s, probably, 88, 89. This was not built up like it is now. Like, Walmart's not there. None of the none of that is here. It's just, I mean, Broken Arrow was like middle of nowhere when I was a kid because my, my grandparents lived out here off mason drive but um so when we moved out here there was nothing nothing here so you just kind of meet kids in the neighborhood you run around with kids in the neighborhood and so i always felt like this is kind of like my stand by me story where it's like hey y'all want to go see a dead body or whatever <laughs> you know what i mean but um we were all staying the night i was probably about maybe sixth grade maybe seventh grade and um we were staying at night with my friend at my friend's house, and he had said, you know, hey, I heard my my parents saying that there's, like, uh, some weirdos in the woods. There were some weirdos in the woods, and so um, y'all want to go see these weirdos? And so we're like, yeah. So it's probably like, I don't even know. I'm going to say 2 o'clock in the morning, but I know this is, again, my, you know, 13-year-old mind or 12-year-old brains trying to remember all these facts correctly. So we snuck out and we went down to, um, I mean, like I said, just out in the woods. And I'm going to say probably if I'm, you know, memory serves correct because my brain can see it, but I can't picture it now that everything's been built up around it. It's like, it's changed so much, you know what I mean? Like I can't picture it other than like fields and stuff. But um, so we walked down into these woods and we could hear like, people that just like talking you know like people talking and i'm gonna say it was probably if i'm guessing right around where 
Well, it used to be a drive-in movie theater there, and now it's nothing. And I think there's like a car wash there. It's right there off of um, 71st, I think it is. There's like a car wash there, and there's like a – is it like a fireplace, like a Hanlon fireplace? Like, <laughs> that's that's the area. Yeah. But, like, back then, though, it was all grown up. It was just woods. It wasn't anything. But anyway, so we walked down there, and we were, like, you know, trying to be real quiet. We're sneaking. We're, like, belly crawling or whatever. And we could hear people. We could see people. But we got too scared. We got way too scared. So we went back. Well, the next morning we got up, and we're, like, let's go down and see, like, you know, what that was. So we went back down there, and uh, sure enough, man, like, we went. There was a bunch of beer cans there. And there was like a bunch of like dirty magazines there. <laughs> but then we found like, um, I don't know why, but that there was, there's like a bunch of dirty magazines. There's like beer cans and there was like shoestrings. They had like shoestrings and they're all like little loops, like tied up in the trees. And there was like just blood and like fur and stuff. And so we were like, we're out of here. Like it, I mean, I think we probably took a couple of the dirty books, but like, then we like left <laughs> and I think a buddy of mine was trying to see if there was any beer left in those cans, oh, you know, God. trying to drink that leftovers or whatever. But Dang. that's the only story I really have. And like, well, I was like, man, there's a satanic cult. Like, what were y'all doing down there? That's a satanic cult. It's like, no, it's just weirdos. People doing weird things. Weirdos in the woods. So that's the only story I got about weirdos in the woods or yeah. satanic cults. But yeah, they had like a bunch of shoestrings and they're like little loops and they were tied up and then like below in the trees. And then down below there was like fur and like looked like blood, mm. like you know, soaked into the mud. I didn't see like guts or carcasses or nothing like that, but there was like little pieces of fur, like a little rabbit. You know, like some you pull a rabbit and like mm-hmm. little fur comes out, mm. stuff like that. But anyway. Still That's my one weirdo yeah, in the woods story. Still got those <laughs> magazines. Ah. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> Vintage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should have held on to them. You never know. Could be worth something. Well, well it's probably towers. like those. Well, I don't know, man, but like back in the day, like you, they would put like the one in the middle. Like the creepy one would be in the middle. You'd buy them in like packs of three. And then like um, there'd be like two like normal ones on the outside. But then that one in the middle is always some kind of weird, weird one. Like chunky butts or something like that like just weird man. ones man i don't even know but probably took a couple of them weird ones man. so he's an expert on those magazines yeah. telling us that like, it's like this but not like that i had an older brother he school me you don't want that middle one man that middle one's a weird one i, I like that one on the it wasn't even me that took him. I was too scared. <laughs> Guy, I know those magazines are evidence in a murder, man. <laughs> That's a missing piece, probably. Got him framed up. Had all the DNA on the it. Man, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me that took him, so. Classic. It's a classic. <laughs> Respect them. Vintage. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sherman. Oh man! <laughs> Dang those guys! Yeah, she's like sicko, man. Don't come back in my house. Are you went out there for? Her. Yeah. Do Do we have time for one more story? Yeah, yeah I got yeah. one more, and I got to take my kids swimming. So yeah, let's okay. Do it. I'm gonna have you guys look at this. This is a. Uh, 
picture they uh, were telling me this was at Mohican State Park up there. Now, it this place, this this home that I'm showing you guys. Now you guys are talking about devil worshiping places. You know, again, you know this this area. You know, you have you know these spiritual people, but they told me you know there was an uprise in that area. You know of, of uh, satanic worshippers all through that area you know and and they have conflicts with them you know and that house i was showing you you know was on that old uh mohican state park area over there and the history of that is you know they was wiping out those mohicans you know in that area they went in there and massacred them and left them on the ground you know you know, they said, you know, that where that house was, was, you know, original, uh, how you say, kind of like when they went to kind of go back and clean it up, they were just stacking those bodies. A mass burial? Yeah. But they didn't bury them. Oh, they, they just, just left them out there to, yeah. yeah. Mm. And so they just kind of threw those bodies over there. And then later on down the road, you know, I think. I think they said uh, early 1900s they built a home there. Uh, well, actually, it was uh, some kind of uh, church that was originally there, and then it 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 closed and or burned down or something like that. And and uh, then later on, I think early 1900s they built that house. And you know, of course, the people that owned that house always had you know, bad luck and different things going on. So it went from homeowner to homeowner. And uh, eventually, you know, somebody got it, you know, and supposedly how the story goes is this guy was a, a devil worshiper, you know, and he was trying to start a church there, devil, devil worshiping church. <clears throat> and... Uh, said he had uh, ceremonies there all the time, you know, and, and of course, you know, they had uh, blood sacrifices during these ceremonies, and I was told that this was a, you know, real bad bunch, you know, this, this was like early, uh, I think 1930s or something like that, I mean, so it was a while back, you know, when this guy was doing all this kind of stuff and and uh now that you know people's tried to own that home after i think that guy had uh died like in uh was it 19 right before one of those world wars he had passed away something happened to him he died and anyway that house it started going up for sale again people tried to you know, own it, and, and uh, they try to clean it out, you know, and, but it always had this real bad odor to mm. it, you know, it was just awful, awful smell, and uh, they said uh, uh, there was an uh, uh, original pentagram in the center of that house, and uh, 
over time, you know, different owners tried to get rid of it, you know, and, uh, I think the inside was, uh, some kind of wood, wood flooring, so, you know, they, they would replace that wood, wood po portion where that symbol was, but it always came back, and, uh, different owners, you know, put carpet on it, and, you know, different things, and, you know, they wouldn't last very long. They said, you know, for whatever reason, it'd just get too freaky in there. Nothing with magazines, though. <laughs> no, I'm just no, but, uh, anyway. Dang, everybody told us. <laughs> uh, but, you know. Oh, told himself on, man. Golly. Uh, they try to cover it up, you know, but somehow, some way, that symbol would always come back. Mm. And, you know, the last owner of that place uh, uh, he also was into devil worshiping and he tried to conjure something to come back you know to life in that place and uh, how the story goes is you know I guess whatever he did whatever he woke up angered it mm. and it took him took his life and I think, you know, to me, that's an important part of this story because, you know, they always say, you know, you deal with those evil things, mm -hmm. you know, they're the ones in control, not you. You mm -hmm. might think you conjured this thing up, you know, to do your bidding, but, you know, these guys will trick you. Yeah. And just like this guy, it took him. And so the guy that owns it now, he's trying to get rid of it. You know, but, you know, he had heard I was in the area that I like spooky stuff. And normally I won't go to something like that. But what he had told me was it was haunted. Mm -hmm. mm. And so when I went there, you know, first thing I walked through that door, that odor hit me. And I knew it was, was something just super foul. Mm -hmm. You know, and this guy's tried to dress it up. He put furniture in there and kind of make it real classy but uh then he went and showed me that pentagram then he told me the story behind it how they've tried to get rid of it how they tried to you know take the wood out and replace the flooring mm -hmm. and uh, do all kinds of stuff to it but it continues to show mm. and you know he's you know saying is that is that supernatural you know and course by then you know i've already said oh man i need to get out of here yeah no doubt supposed to be a natural uh, and so you smelled, you smelled odor through the door now uh, i said man that's crazy you know because right when i went in i mean you you could just sense something wasn't right there mm -hmm. was he living there no huh? oh okay no, i thought no. he was living there i was like oh my goodness no but he showed it to me and you know he said if you want to you can you can stay night, you know. All I ask you to do is help me try to, you know, get the word out. I'm trying to sell this place. <laughs> and I said, well, I said, after he told me the history of this place, you know, you know, I said, man, I said, I don't know. I said, I don't really, I'm not a demonologist. I don't, you know, I don't know anything really about, you know, devil worshiping type stuff. I said, you might, you know contact one of those guys maybe they might buy it or you know know how to you know put whatever is in here back 
And so, you know, that guy was, you know, just saying, well, I got it real cheap. He said, you know, but, you know, right now, he said, the way things are going, you know, I'm having bad luck. I just want to get rid of it. Mm -hmm. And he said, my wife's really hounding on me to get rid of it. He he said, I thought it was going to be something I could fix up, you know. And, but he said, that odor and that symbol will never go away. Mm. And... uh I said, well, I said, I, I don't know what to tell you. I said, but, you know, I appreciate you, you know, showing this to me and telling me the story, you know, and, and stuff. So, but I will say, you know, in that house, you know, like I said, he tried to fix it up. You know, he tried to remodel it, you know, had real nice carpet. You know, the walls were all, you know, fixed up, you know, and, and uh, he had, you know, artwork in there and really churched it up, I guess you might mm -hmm. say, but. Man, that vibe in that house, it was just mm -hmm. un uneasy. And, again, that was another place, I mean, I really got sick. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even when I went back to my room, I know there was something there, mm -hmm. you know. And so uh, that was something that, you know, you guys talk about going to these places, you know. I just want to throw out there, you know, sometimes – in these places, you know, if these people really knew what they were doing, and sometimes even if they didn't, you know, these things out there, you know, that you encounter like this can really cause havoc. Mm -hmm. And so to be cautious on those things, and, you know, I know uh, that place, like I said, when I went back to my room, you know, I I encountered a lot of things that, you know, came back with me and so you know with that being said you know even if you have something that might try to take care of those things sometimes they might put up a fight mm -hmm. and it's not easy to get rid of mm. and so I'm saying that from firsthand experience you know I'm, I'm I myself you know had difficulty with this thing and so you know, with that being said, you know, uh, all I want to, you know, express to everyone that, you know, whether you believe or you don't believe, you know, be cautious with these things. Because, you know, if you're not, you know, just like that one thought he was going to conjure something, it took him. Mm. Mm. Yeah. End yeah. up in a snake belly. Yep. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Be there for three days waiting on it. <laughs> Have you guys watched VHS, that movie? I've seen it a long time ago. Have you seen the newest one? Uh-uh. Uh, there's, there's a, well, so VHS is a, you've, you've seen it? I've seen the first part. I, yeah. I dozed off. I only Have saw seen, the first one. So VHS is like a, what's it called? An anthology? It's like a found footage kind of thing, isn't it? But they have like different oh, stories. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. So it's like a, yeah, it's like found footage or whatever. And it's a v, VHS tape, but it's a, it's a mixture of different like movies, I guess, like short films. And the newest one, there's one called, it's called Ratman. And uh, it reminded me that, you remind me that because it's in the sewer system and like this news team goes down there and it's probably my favorite one on that film or on that uh, movie, but they go down this like sewer system and then they meet this, like what they think is like a homeless man, but I guess he's like baiting them. And then the, he's just kind of like laying there or whatever. And then they're trying to help him like 
like you know like what are you doing down here like are you okay and he's just like laying there not saying anything and all of a sudden like these people show up out of nowhere and they they knock him out and they take him like deeper into this tunnel system and then they they wake up and then the camera guy or the the it's like a reporter and a cameraman like they're working for the news and they wake up and then that camera's like still on like it's off and it turns on and that and it's just like on the ground and then like these people are like getting they got that cameraman and they're saying something like to summon this like rat man thing but it's like a cryptid like humanoid like rat person and uh they're like oh hell like rat man and like you know he's gonna he's gonna take over or whatever and i mean it's pretty crazy and they they got this like cameraman he's kind of like woozy from being knocked out and they put him towards like this giant like manhole and all of a sudden like this giant like looks it's a rat head but it's like a human too it comes out and it snatches his head up it takes Mm -hmm. it off and then that woman's like freaking out but then it like comes out of the manhole and it's like this giant like like rat thing and it's like growling and stuff it's making all these noises and like all these people are surrounding it and they're like worshiping it and they're like it's only a matter of time before you know we take over and then um that girl gets away and these people start running after her and i think she like i can't remember like what happens but i don't want to spoil it but you have to watch it like i think it's the very first like short film like they have on that and it's pretty it's pretty cool like i always see like random videos of it on tiktok but that's probably like my favorite one on that new one the rest are kind of like Man, so so yeah, like the yeah. rest of the series. Yeah, like the rest. Of, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I didn't mean to hit hit it. If if you're listening, you know, I didn't mean to hit it hit it that hard with the first one. You know, <laughs> that's kind of the same, man. I think yeah. I watched a couple of good ones and then just kind of you're in and out of it. Yeah, ones yeah. Like, Russell, I thought you were gonna start talking about that. Uh, so that movie with that uh, rat that taught those four turtles come to you. <laughs> Splinter. Yeah. <laughs> Swinner's origin story. <laughs> so he's Man. resurrected from the other side. <laughs> this is that, the evil Swinner. Yeah, I was gonna say it's uh, bad, that's that bad how spirit. That's how it starts, huh? Yeah. All hell Swinner. <laughs> <laughs> Check us out on Instagram at yeah Unsolved Reservation Mysteries. Yeah, uh, Tyler Randall at Skoden Cinema. I'm at Skoden underscore cinema on Instagram. Got the Facebook page as well. Same name, Skoden Cinema. I'm uh, Chris Hill. You can find me on uh, Christopher Honka Hill on Instagram. Bado. And I'm just a guy, Yehola Tiger. Thank, I appreciate you guys uh, letting me join. It's been a really good time. All right, everybody. Bye. <laughs>